Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of And he's spitting fire in mice Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way Career start number 100, victory number one. Ken Duke is the champion. How about that reaction? How cool is that? All right, welcome into the zone on a magnificent Monday. We appreciate you being with us. It's going to be a hot show and a hot week, and we are ready for football. It is finally upon us. Wes Moore, the wizard, Christian Weaver, and Justin Acre, thanks to... You for joining us. we got plenty to get to today and try to keep up. You just heard it there. Ken Duke, the champion of the Champions Tour over the weekend and his first victory on the Aging Golfers Tour. Great to see. So happy for him. That's just the tip of the iceberg, though. we got a very busy show today. Hunter Yurchek's going to join us today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to Clint Sterner today. We're getting ready to go with that. That's our first segment. You hearing a big buzz? Is that just me? I do not. I don't hear anything. It'd be my headset. Um, Clint's brought to you by Motorsports Authority. No, I'm absolutely hearing something. I don't know where that's coming from. Nope. I don't know. Anyway, um, and we are going to also have Chris Alley. And Chris has a conflict on Thursday. Christian, it wasn't us. It was him. It's not you. It's me. Hmm. I've heard that before a few times. I was about to say that. That's the story of my life. Anyway, he is going to be in from Rock and Roll Sushi. And we are going to get an Average Guy Movie Review, a special Monday edition. Over the weekend, by the way, Barbie did not win. That's news today. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the Entertainment Report. So we'll see what he's got cooked up for us. I started watching Suits over the weekend. You guys have watched it before? I have not. I've heard. I've been recommended that by someone else. Yeah, it's very good. Got Meghan Markle in it? Meghan Markle, yes. She's darling. When she was an actor. This is a long time ago, though. I mean, this is this. is there's like eight or nine seasons of this thing or something crazy like that. I think that. it started around like 2010 or something. It was funny because like one of the high-profile lawyers, he went to a, a, a car dealership, and he was like, oh, Tesla. I'm going to get a Tesla. It was like he had Tesla on the side. It was like a big deal. He was like, Tesla. I'm like, dude, okay, it's hilarious because I'd never seen this before. And I'm like, how old is this show? <laughs> I was... Old enough that Teslas were a thing then, like it was a big deal. Yeah, I was unaware like Tesla cars existed until probably four years ago. Four yeah, five years ago. Well, this was probably well, at least eight seasons. I know, I th- maybe not eight, maybe six at least. Yeah, but it's good, entertaining. So 
I didn't watch a lot of sports this weekend, but I did get tuned in, thanks to Wes and a couple other texts I got, just in time to watch Ken Duke walk in his putt on 18. Mm. And that was an emphatic finish with a birdie and a victory in Canada where he's had a lot of experience playing over the years. He played uh, so well down the stretch, man. He played well all weekend. I think I started watching on 14. He had about a 10-footer, 12-footer for birdie. Uh, that would have tied him for the lead, but he missed it. Came back on the next hole on 15 and and uh, made an, a birdie there to tie for the lead. Then 16, he uh, hits it into the sand on the par 3. And, dude, takes a little sand shot and put it to about 2 feet from the pin for uh, his par to get up and down to stay tied for the lead. One of the, the uh, co-leaders was already in that clubhouse, so he was done. Ken was playing with the other co-leader. And then on 17, he had a bad drive. Ken hit a bad drive, uh, was in the rough, and 195 out, and he hit a 5-iron up there and chased it up there. And it almost hit the pin, uh, but it rolled past the pin and uh, had probably about a 20-footer downhill, big breaker. And I thought he made that to take the lead, but he missed it. So they go to 18, tied for the lead, par 5, and Ken pipes his drive and lays up and then hits a, a little 100-yard shot, 105-yard shot to about five feet, uh, hit it past the pin, spun it back, and uh, then made that birdie putt, as we just heard. Uh, the guy he was playing with, Tim Petrovic, uh, was struggling down the stretch and just couldn't hit anything close. He kept fanning his irons and didn't have a, uh, a makeable. It was a tough birdie putt. But anyway, uh, Kim was so excited. Did you pull any of that sound of him afterwards? No. Uh, he, he he broke up. You know, he got emotional, and it meant a lot to him. You could see how much it meant to him to get back in the winner's circle after 100 events on the Champions Tour, and, as he said, to overcome so many injuries to get back in the winner's circle. It's your mic. That's what it is. Yeah, your mic they stinks. Fixed the, they fixed the arm. To so get a different mic. Grab that mic. I'm, you're not going to talk about it anymore. It sounds terrible. That explains it. Okay, good. I was like, something is hissing in the background. I cannot figure out what it is, and it's driving me crazy. How's that? A little better? 1,000% better. Huh. One, two, three, four. Mike, four. Okay, I'm going to send Gary a note. Uh, give me some camp updates. What we get over the weekend? What happened? Uh, well, he uh, had another scrimmage, second scrimmage of the season. It was closed, uh, so scrimmage. the media didn't get to see it. A long scrimmage, a heated scrimmage. It was hot, and uh, tempers flared a little bit. Oh, really? Yes. Tempers? Uh, tempers flared. Really? Yeah. Huh. There was some fights. Really? Mm-hmm. Did uh, does Sam Pittman like his guys to fight like uh, like uh, Deion Sanders does? Well, no. Uh, he he says it's a teachable moment, a coachable moment, because mm. we can't be getting penalties for fighting in a game. Uh, but KJ kind of liked it. He did. Yeah. Hmm. Gee. Willikers. I love it, actually. I mean, I love it because it, it shows the tenacity that you have out there on the field. I mean, of course, we don't want to get penalized for it or make a, a bad mistake that it costs us the game. But, I mean, just having that hunger, everybody emotions high, everybody's their mentality, dog mentality, just bringing the best out of each other. I mean, it's iron sharpening iron in that. So, I mean, we know heated situations are going to happen. It's football. So, I mean, just not being, not getting too carried away in those moments to where it hurt, it hurt the team and affect the team and also hurt yourself by if you do something, it puts you out of game or half or something like that. So, I mean, all of this competing. You're competing at a high level. It's football. Mm-hmm. I would guess the uh, highlights of the scrimmage is probably the first play and the last play. The first play was a kickoff, and they did a live kickoff, and Isaiah Satania took the opening kickoff back over 100 yards for a touchdown. And then at the end of the scrimmage, they did a little, you know, uh, quick uh, two-minute drive type situation and got a first down ball on the 40-yard line, 41-yard line, and Cam Little kicked a 58-yard field goal to walk it off. It's impressive. He's had a great camp, according to the coaches. Again, we have to sort of go off of what they give us, which is a little bit disappointing and frustrating, but I will just quit complaining about it because it's almost here. Here's Coach Pittman on the kicking game. It was about 140 plays, I think. Maybe maybe more because we did get the ball back in two minutes. Cam, another highlight. Uh, Cam Little kicked a 59-yard field goal today, and uh, I believe he was 100% on his. I think we might have missed one or two with the twos, one with the twos, and Cam was 100. Boy, he's kicking the ball really well. Punted the ball well. Punted the ball really well, both of them. Okay, it's good. Need need better punting this year. We've talked about that a lot. And um, for our caller that complains, I'm sorry you don't get to hear from Scott Fountain, but coach coach says that they're punting well. The other uh, one of the other things we've had is Andrew Shambly, who is um, Maumel native, mm-hmm. has been pressed into action as a starter. Apparently, he is doing well, but 
still projected, I think, as the back if everybody's healthy, right? Or maybe not. Got some competition there? Yes. And I'll be honest with you, I think Andrew Chambly, Dev, Dev Manuel hadn't played a lot, but I think, and you guys seven about that too, but uh, he don't go against him quite as much as he does the other side. But uh, I think Chambly had, you know, don't you, KJ? I mean, I think he had a really good week, and I think he's solidified at worst that second team left tackle spot. At worst. At worst. Mm-hmm. Coach uh, made it clear that uh, Chambly deserved to start the scrimmage because he's been in there all week practicing. Devin Manuel missed the, the week because of uh, injuries, but returned and was able to go through the scrimmage. So uh, they both, he did say Devin Manuel got some first team reps later on in the uh, practice. So I think it's a competition. Um, and I don't know if it's been decided yet if uh, Manuel's going to get his job back. I expect him to, but I don't think it's a given. Let me put it that way. It's good. We like competition, right? It's a good thing. No, no, it, it is good. It's pushing each other. And that's, Coach, you heard him say seven. Seven's hard to block. He was talking about uh, Tree. Trajan Jeffcoat. Jeffcoat, the transfer from Missouri. And he has been just an animal this camp. Apparently, Coach called him a freak. I mean, it's hard to, you know, you got seven, he just walked in, you got him coming off the edge, that's a, I mean, that's a bad man sitting back there, and, and it's going to take a really good offensive line, you know, and here's the other thing with him, uh, we're not going into the scrimmage saying, okay, we're going to slide to him, we're going to chip him, we're going to do all those things, we're trying to see if we got somebody that can block him. Yeah, that's helpful. Um, Jeff Coat, on Jeff Coat. You hear your head coach call you a, a, a bad man. How does that make you feel? And what, what's your camp been like? Uh, it makes me feel pretty great. Uh, coach Pittman, that's a, that's, a, that's a great guy to get the knowledge by. So uh, that's pretty cool. I feel like my camp has been great. It's been tough sometimes going against the offense because they got some great plays, got some great schemes. KJ, he be scrambling out the pocket. I can't catch him. Uh, but it's been great. <laughs> a lot of guys can. Don't feel bad. Coach went on, and he, he, he really is high on Jeff Coat. And at one point, he said, guys, let me just show you. Coach stood up at the podium at the table, and he got Tree, Jeffcoat, to come join him up there on the podium. He said, look at me. Now, look at this guy. That's a bad man right there. That's that's the kind, That's what you want him to look like. You know, like 6'7", big, tall guy, not much fat on him at all. It can run in the fours on the 40-yard dash. So uh, they're, they're very excited about him, feel like the, the transfer out of Missouri is going to be productive. All right, much more coming up football-related for Arkansas and elsewhere. Uh, We'll get to that coming up. Also, we had a little shakeup in the Ryder Cup standings over the weekend as Victor Hovland shoots a final round 61 and wins the BMW over the weekend. And he, uh, or at least some other guys, I guess, upset the apple car a little bit. Now Brooks Kepka's on the outside looking in. Hmm. I'm going to guess it. He'll be a captain's pick, but who knows? Maybe Ken Duke can get on that list. Is Ken, Ken available? Anyway, here's Victor Hovland on his victory. Definitely has to be the best best round I've ever played. Uh, given the circumstances, playoff event at this golf course and, and uh, finished the way that I did the last nine holes was, uh, was pretty special. You and I have talked about it all season. Course management has been big for you, knowing when you can be aggressive, knowing when you can pull back. Is today a culmination of you really hitting a different gear because of what you figured out? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say making seven birdies on the back nine is trying to play more conservative going into the greens. Um, it just kind of worked out that way. I think it was more of a mindset thing. I think instead of, oh my God, I got a chance to win, I need to birdie this hole, I need to birdie this hole, I need to birdie this hole to have a chance. It was more just, okay, what's the right decision right here now? And then commit to it. And then obviously I, I hit some great shots. I got a couple of nice bounces and, and the putts went in, but it wasn't like, um, you know, I mapped the whole thing out. I was just trying to make the best decision in every single shot. It certainly seemed like you couldn't make a bad decision on that back nine. You will now enter the Tour Championship in the best position you've ever been in. You haven't missed a cut this season. When you take a look at what you've been able to accomplish already, how were you able to do it, and what are you most proud of so far? Yeah, my uh, my ball striking has just been very consistent so far this year, and and um, obviously with my uh, chipping around the green has has improved massively. So uh, it just makes it so that even when I'm not on my game, uh, I can still scrap it around at even par and, and make it to the weekend. Uh, a little disappointed that I've I've had a few bad Saturdays and Sundays uh, in in uh, some of the tournaments this year, but uh, two two wins uh, have to make up for that. That's Victor Hovland.
He put on a show yesterday. 61's impressive. Of 28 on the back with seven birdies. He uh, birdied 17 and 18, and they were two of the hardest holes on the course. Guys were having a hard time making par. Mm-hmm. And he, he was hitting it tight. He was firing at pins. It was just one of those where he was in the zone, and he was hitting everything close and made, made all the putts, obviously, to shoot 28 on the back. But, man, it was, it was fun to watch. Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark have qualified. Brian Harmon, Patrick Cantlay, uh, also in. Max Homa and Xander Shoffley tied for fifth and eighth, respectively, in the tournament this weekend. And now they've moved into automatic picks for the Ryder Cup. So Kepka now seventh in points, followed by Jordan Spieth, Cam Young, Colin Morikawa, and Zach Johnson's got some decisions to make. We were also talking about Glover on Friday. And Glover's been a hot golfer. I don't know what he did this weekend. But questions uh, remain on what they'll do. I don't know how you could possibly leave Kepka off, but we'll see what Zach Johnson decides on here coming up. He's got some difficult decisions to he make. He does. You get a lot of good golfers to choose from there, which is a good problem to have, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Ken Duke coming up here in a little bit. We'll talk to him about his, uh, his victory over the weekend. Speaking of Homa, Max Homa, who's now in the mix for the Ryder Cup, he was a little bit disrupted this weekend says a fan yelled in the middle of his five-foot birdie putt on Saturday. And he says he was cheering and yelling at Chris for missing his short putt, and he kept yelling. One of them had $3 for me to make mine. And I got to the back of my backstroke and he yelled, pull it, pretty loud. I made it right in the middle, and then I just started yelling at him. He says, I love that people can gamble on golf, but this is the one thing I'm worried about. I don't know what he had to lose. He got kicked out probably, and we were the last group. Homer said he called the fan a clown with maybe another word. <laughs> it is concerning, and golf is where you love the fact that you've got great access and you're close to the players. But if you've got a wager on whether or not a guy makes or misses, and you can yell in the middle of his backswing, now he could stop, obviously, but that is a, it's a pretty impactful thing to be able to live bet and to be able to impact it. That's concerning, I would think. Maybe you, uh, and they have their way around this, you make it illegal to bet on the course if you're at the event. Yeah, good luck. I mean, can you can you geofence it that well? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-mm. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. They know exactly where that phone is, and when you get onto the grounds of that place, you're done. Well, what if I text my buddy, and I say, hey, I got this money on this. True. Need you, you to disrupt the guy. Yep. That's the, one of the significant downsides of betting. People who want to try to impact the outcome. Can't have that. I don't know how you how you police it, but good luck with that. So, socks. Yes? Zone question of the day? Please, let's hear it. All right, so how many more seasons does Jimbo Fisher make it in College Station? We were debating this before the show. I put in the tweet, the buyout info. We're not doing who's on the hot seat? Well, the names you mentioned were kind of... Yeah, well, I think people will have suggestions on who they think is out or going to be out or in in trouble. Um, but that's fine. Jimbo's buyout, according to a story I saw this morning on CBSSports.com, is $76 million. He ain't getting fired after this year. Yes, uh, the buyout would owe him $76 million in 23, $68 million in 24, $58 million in 25. It decreases by about $10 million per year until 2030. What an idiotic contract so by the, A&M. The options would be fired after this year, fired after 24, fired after 25, or he makes it past three years. And then what? Where does his buyout go out? Does he have a buyout forever, I guess? His buyout... Remember when $15 million seemed like a huge buyout? <laughs> his buyout in 2030 is about $10 million. I just... I don't... Un- now, that I would think they would write the check for, no problem, but I don't understand how he could possibly sign that deal and feel good about it. There are so mm-hmm. many good coaches... And again, finding the known quantity is doesn't take any skill at all. When Hunter Yurchek comes on, we'll talk to him about that particular issue because you want to get the best guy for the job. But at the same time, is anybody worth having a seventy-five million dollar buyout? Mm-mm. Yeah, the thing I don't me- think so. I mean, maybe Nick Saban, maybe Kirby Smart, but I don't even know if they are. Yeah, the thing with me is. If you're not going to fire him this year, are you okay with paying him... You can't pay him $68 million either. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, could they rally the money together? Sure. But I just don't think in today's current situation with people, you know, trying to corral the NIL, you can write a check to a coach for $68 million to go away 
and try to have any kind of realistic conversation about NIL. I just at what point does it become low enough for you to buy it out? I think ten million. Maybe what's the one above that? Mm, about twenty. Yeah, maybe twenty. I mean, it depends what the the outcome is too. Maybe they go out and they kick butt, and this whole marriage between he and Petrino works great, and they win ten games this year. Then you're fine. But what I just if, what if it's a disaster? And well, what's a disaster? An, well, similar to last year, where they're a, you know how many games trying to make were it they to five the, and seven last year. They didn't go to a, a bowl game. Okay, so if they if they don't make a bowl game, yeah. I still don't think you can justify a $76 million buyout. Well, it's hard to justify it, but it depen- they've got enough crazy fans that yeah. have a ton of money that they could they could come together and it, do it. It depends how why do they why do they go, you know, 5 and 7? Was it because the quarterback got hurt and the backup got hurt? Was it because this that or the other? I mean, I got to know. I mean, there's there's different factors as to why things happen. So, it depends on the season plays out. I don't think it's as simple as this record happened. I mean, you'd have to have some a pretty big, glaring caveat to the outcome to be able to justify it. But I just don't know how you could possibly. The bottom line is you can't sign that deal in the first place. Right. Uh, you know, at the time, they think they, they they have the next coming of Nick Saban. So who cares about a buyout? We'll never want to fire this guy. We want to keep him here. We're worried about him leaving us. I think if you thought it through at the time when they signed him, it would have been easy to justify not spending that much money on him. And I know they're desperate to win. But again, you got a guy who's he was struggling towards the end at Florida State. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy who's won one. I mean, I get it, but there are other guys who are pretty successful. I just and they, I guess they felt like they couldn't afford a miss. But man, to write to just open up the the well, bank now account, you, you spent hundred million on what appears to be a miss. Yeah, at least through three seasons or what? How yeah. long has he been there? What year is this for him? This year, four came the same time as Pittman. Sounds right. That right. Let's go back and look. It's ten twenty-seven. I know that we're gonna hit a timeout as we do. I want to tell you about uh, Max Prairie Wings again. It's gonna be a hundred all week, and it sucks. And listen, here's the deal: if your air conditioner went out this week, I feel you, and I mean that literally. It's terrible. About to go through that today. Your air conditioner went out. Yeah, that's right. But I've had that happen. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it really sucks. So, uh, luckily I had somewhere else I could go. But it is uh, not cool. Literally. Walked in yesterday. It was about 83. Oh. Yeah, it's not good. Not Sorry. Good. That's okay. There's worse things in the world. Did you sleep at your house? Hell no. <laughs> no. No. Like I said, luckily I had other places to go. Uh, but I will tell you this. Soon enough, it'll be fall, and we'll be out in the woods, and we'll be hunting and getting ready to rock and roll and having a good time. And I'm excited about that. So if you're a bow hunter, you know where to go. Max Prairie Wings or their website, maxpw.com. They have great bow techs. They will personally work with you to build your dream bow exactly the way you want it. Imagine every shot you take hitting its mark with precision and accuracy. Their bow builds come with proper fitting and tuning, ensuring you're locked and loaded for success. And they've got all the top brands, Elite and Matthews, Hoyt and Bear. Everything you would want from a bow offering under one roof or on one website at maxpw.com. They also go the extra mile. Custom-made arrows, yes. So many reasons to go to Max Prairie Wings. Don't waste your time with anything less than the best. If you're trying to get outdoors, you can go to the one-stop shop. It is Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. It is an Arkansas tradition. It is an iconic location, and you've got to go by there. It's a uh, playground for outdoorsmen and women and children. Max Prairie Wings, where passion meets precision, and online at maxpw.com. Jimbo's about to start his sixth year at Texas A&M. Wow, it's been that long. Hard to believe. Anthony's in Sherwood. Anthony, what's up? it comes to Jimbo, there's there's an old saying in the car business that you make your money when you buy your vehicle, and A&M lost out on that big time because they paid for him up front way, 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 way too much, and they painted themselves in a hole. So, uh, yeah, they can afford to get out of it, but to get out of it would have to be to admit that they were idiots to begin with, mm-hmm. and we all know that they're not going to do that. So I want to throw that at you. Yeah, the, you're right. I mean, to use the car analogy, you basically bought a car that was brand new, and as soon as you drove it off the lot, you realized, uh-oh, it's only worth about 60% of what I paid for it originally. And the thing is, there's a number that Jimbo makes sense for. I mean, the performance is worth maybe a half what they're paying him or a third of what they're paying him or two-thirds of what they're paying him. But he definitely is not worth, or at least the results have not been supportive of what he's done. 
Six 10-win seasons at Florida State. Zero 10-win seasons at A&M. Thank you very much, Wes. best year was the COVID year in 2020 when they went 9-1 and one and went to the Orange Bowl. You can drop the mic after that. Give it to me again. How many? Six 10-win seasons at Florida State. Zero at A&M. That's all I needed to hear. Thank you very much. For that kind of money, you better get at least one in that mix. 10-30. We're back in a minute. Ken Duke on the other side? Ken Duke. Ken Duke. Side. I'm sorry. Champions Tour champion, Ken Duke, on the other side. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. FedEx Cup playoffs have produced some great performances, none better than Victor Hovland's yesterday in the BMW Championship. The Norwegian shot a 61, good enough for nine under par, and good enough for a two-shot victory over Matt Fitzpatrick and Scotty Scheffler. Hovland made 10 birdies and just one bogey on his way to that 61. He had seven birdies on the back nine, did not record a bogey in that stretch as well. The round was the lowest score in the history of the FedEx Cup playoffs. It is Hovland's ninth professional win and his second this year. He won the Memorial earlier this season. In NASCAR, William Byron dominated at Watkins Glen to get his fifth win of the season. He beat out Denny Hamlin and Christopher Bell. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Tune in to hear what the head hog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power, and and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full-size truck with a four-cylinder when you can get the 5.3-liter V8 with an additional 3250 off at Guadney Buick GMC? Buying a car doesn't have to be scary, and shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island, even when you're close. A lot of 2023s on the lot at Guatney Chevrolet right now. They want to get rid of them because the 2024s are coming. So they got some great incentives for you in the month of August. They've given you $2,500 off an Equinox and 1.9% interest on that 2023 Equinox. If you're in the market for a truck, Silverado is the way to go right now. High Country Silverado, $6,000 off. A 2023 Silverado RST, you can get as much as $9,000 off of that RST. Yeah, great financing rates available right now. They also will give you $500 down payment if you trade in an old cell phone. 
sure you got one of those cell phones somewhere just sitting in a drawer. It's worthless. Nope, not at Guatney Chevrolet. It's worth $500. They'll give you $500 toward your next vehicle at Guatney Chevrolet. Everyone is improved in the month of August. $2,500 off the Equinox, 1.9% financing. See all these deals I'm talking about at the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and get you a new ride at Guatney Chevrolet. Tomorrow we are on the road. We are going to be hanging out with Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman, who is going to be in town for the first Little Rock Touchdown Club. We're looking forward to seeing him. He's at the Doubletree Hotel, but if you are trying to come and you don't have a ticket, you'll have to listen to him on the buzz or watch him on the stream when he gets in the big room because they are sold out. It is a hard sellout for Sam Pittman tomorrow, and we will uh, be looking forward to hanging out with him at the uh, 11 o'clock hour tomorrow, but you cannot get any more tickets. They're done. So there you go. It's a heck of a way to get things started for the Little Rock Touchdown Club. I would say that's probably the case. So there is no question they will. They could sell out um, Paid Manning, but I think they're going to put it in a bigger room where they're going to have a shot to get everybody accommodated. So more news on that to come. Stay tuned. I thought he said Statehouse Convention Center. Oh, he already announced it? I thought he said that this morning. There was a lot oh. of confusion. I got stopped at the gym. Okay. I was like, are they moving Pittman? I was like, I hadn't received anything about it, but Pittman's staying. It's I didn't know Peyton that David Manning had okay. at the uh, State House Convention. Yeah, tickets for that are going to go on sale, but later David acted like when I talked to him that he would have plenty of tickets available for everybody to get accommodated, so let's hope that's the case. Yeah. That's going to be huge, too. Yeah, huge. And I think, I mean, I've heard a lot of buzz about Laura uh, Rutledge, too. People are excited to hear yeah. from her as well. So we're going to d- get to all that, uh, I guess, as the next couple weeks. So we got, is that the first three weeks? So Pittman, mm-hmm. Laura, Peyton? Peyton. I think that's right. I need to get a list printed off. Anyway, uh, let's talk a little golf. 1037, favorite time of day. We always like when it's 103.7. Head to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We're going to talk to a uh, newly crowned winner. There it is. Career start number 100. Victory number one. Ken Duke is the champion. How about that reaction? How cool is that? How cool is that indeed? Ken Duke joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Ken, welcome and congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. It's, uh, you just never know when it's your turn sometimes, and uh, I'm glad it was ours yesterday for sure. Ken, as the serial killer once said to the police when they finally arrested him, what took you so long? So 100 <laughs> tournaments in, just the right amount of time for you apparently. Um, so how, how did it feel? I, you saw you get a little bit emotional. I mean, it was kind of interesting or... Uh, it kind of kind of odd that it came on your hundredth start, I guess, in the Champions Tour. Yeah, I didn't really know it was my hundredth. I know the media guy told me that on on Saturday. Had no clue, obviously. But you know, it's crazy. You don't get emotional when you're playing, but you do get emotional when you have to talk about it sometimes. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just been a long time coming, and and I'm so glad to to win out there. Obviously, I've got I got a chance to win on the PGA Tour as well, and. It's always been a dream of mine to win on both tours, and it finally happened. Ten years between victories, going back to the Travelers, which it doesn't seem like ten years from my perspective. Did did it seem like ten for you? No, it seemed like two, or maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, it's just, it seemed like it was just like yesterday, especially on the last hole. I had 105 yards in on my third shot, and that's exactly the same number I had at Hartford in the playoff, and uh, hit a good shot in there as well. That's amazing. Well, you obviously did hit it close. I love the way you walked it in. What were you feeling over that last putt? I told my caddy, to be honest with you, I'm going to hit this straight in the hole. If it goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, we're, we'll go to a playoff. But I just hit it a little bit firmer, and, and it held its line, and it went right in the middle. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even see it go in. I just started fist pumping, and I just knew it was right there in the center. <laughs> I think it was... <laughs> 14, you had a birdie putt and you missed, kind of missed on that low side, Not didn't hit it as hard, or maybe you didn't play the break, I'm not sure. But did that come into play there where you're like, I'm hitting this firm and in the back of the hole? Well, I think on that putt, I mean, Petro had a putt on a similar line, and we both thought it wasn't going to break as much, but these rules officials and the setup crew, they put these pins on little slopes that you cannot see, and you definitely don't know. And uh, I just didn't hit it hard enough, but I thought that putt was going to be a little bit faster going down that hill, and it just did. But the one on 18, it was just a straight uphill, not even much uphill. I just, I'm just going to hit it straight in, and um, I just knew I needed to outputt Petro or outball strike Petro because he's uh, he's the one of the best putters we have on our tour, and 
and I uh, just had to keep plugging along and, and hope uh, hope I was there at the end. Talking to Ken Duke on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. If you're just tuning in, Shock uh, Charity Classic over the weekend in Canada. And Ken is your champion with a birdie putt on 18. Uh, this may be a dumb question, Ken, but I've asked you dumb ones before. You're having a great time out there on the Champions Tour, obviously. You are. You don't need the money at this point in your career. How important is winning in the in the kind of the big scheme of things when it comes to playing at this point in your life? It's big. Um, I mean, that's why we play. Sure, the money is part of it, but that's why we play is is to to get trophies, and uh, that's why we fight. I mean, with all the health issues I've had with my back and my wrist and my diabetes, type 2 diabetes, I mean, you just don't know when it's going to be your last tournament or your last year, and and to get a chance to win, um, that's what it's all about for all of us. I mean, why is Bernard Langer winning as many as he does? Mm-hmm. You know, just, he's not doing it for the money. He just wants the trophies, and that's why we mm-hmm. practice every day and travel and, and fight as we go along, and uh, it is a little more laid back out there, but it's so much more competitive than people think. How much do you grind, or what's your grind like comparatively to what you did when you were on the PGA Tour? Well, out there on the PGA Tour, it's more a lot more pressure because you have to make the cut to go the weekend. On this tour, you just have to get off to a good start. If you don't, you're still going to get paid by the end of the week, but if you don't get off to a good start, you're going to be six or eight behind. Um, it's just a, it's a lot more pressure on the PGA Tour. Sure, it's a bigger stage, but it's just a lot more pressure just having to make that cut. It's a mind thing more than anything. What does the win do for you as far as, you know, your future? I mean, it's great in winning and getting that trophy and everything. I saw where you're up to 21 on the Charles Schwab Cup points, but does that win guarantee you anything for your future status? Yeah, it's, it's a little job security. I'm not sure if it's one year or two years on the win. I'm just not sure. Uh, I know it's a little bit different out here than on the PGA Tour, but more than anything, it gets me all the way through the rest of the year, through the playoffs, through the tour championship, and it gets me all exempt all next year. More than anything, as well, it just gives you confidence that you know these are Hall of Famers and legends out here, and and you're competing with them, and and you can hang with them sometimes, and that's what we that's why we grind every single day. Can you won a couple of times on the Canadian Tour back in your PGA days? Is there something about playing north of the border you like, other than maybe it's not quite as hot? <laughs> well, it's definitely, it's definitely not the taxes because they tax the hell out of you. But <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. This is this is where I started up here, um, nineteen ninety six for seven years. You know, just couldn't make it through the qualifying school to get on the PGA Tour, and and I've had a few friends blow me up and said, "Yep, I knew this was going to happen. You, I just always thought that you'd win up here because this is where you started. Won a couple of times, won the Order of Merit in nineteen ninety nine, and I don't know. It's just." Um, Sometimes it's just comfortable. The people are so nice and and so welcoming. Everyone and I mean, each tournament out here is so special that they make it so easy for us and fun. But I don't know what it is up here across the border. I think it, I go to Tim Hortons every morning to get me a hot tea, and I'm sitting in the parking lot right now waiting to go in there. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm sorry we're delaying your breakfast here, but um, did you feel this coming? I mean, not necessarily a win, but did you feel good coming in? It's not always indicative week to week. Sometimes we see guys play you know poorly one week and come back and win the next week or you know you play really well one week and then you, you can't make the cut the next week did you did you see this coming playing well this weekend yeah we usually have a you know, little game on tuesday and a couple of guys i was playing with i played really well and they said man you're playing good i said yeah been playing pretty good but just nothing has happened just hadn't been scoring but been hitting some good shots and you know not getting up and getting up and down here and there but uh, you know got off to a good start like i said uh, the first day, then I had a good day the second day, and and uh, just kind of rolled with it from there. And, and I think that's what we do more than any. It's there. It's just uh, you just got to believe it's going to come out and uh, just be ready for it when it does. Have you called Zach Johnson a campaign for a Ryder Cup spot yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I did talk to Boo Weekly this week. I said, "Man, they didn't give you the vice captain kick." He said, "Oh, I don't think they want me on that team." Uh, no, uh, that would be great. Uh, it's just it's just great with what they're doing. I know, I know. Uh, you know, Lucas has been playing great. I hope mm-hmm. he gets picked, and hope Brooks gets picked. I see him down at the club a lot. So, um, man, it's, it's going to be exciting to watch. But I got close one year. I was 18th on that Ryder Cup points, but uh, Paul Azinger had a lot better players than me out there for sure. 
Well, I mean, it is a tough choice. I mean, we were talking about it. There are so many quality guys, not only household names, but guys that just have played phenomenal that maybe aren't as popular for the average golf fan as some others. I mean, that's a tough gig, right? It's tough. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't know if I'd want to be in it. And sometimes it's, it's how guys jive with other guys. I think that goes along with it. They all can play. They all can play. And, and I think the U.S. Ryder Cup team going forward for the next, I don't know how many years, are going to be very, very, very strong, kind of like Europe has been over the years. And um, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. And uh, It's going to be exciting, you know, how they pair everybody up. But they all can play. Everyone can play out there. I was curious, after 17, you, you pulled your drive over in the rough on the left side. Did you do anything different on 18 with your drive, your swing, to, to change it up? Because you piped it on 18. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, I got a call from Bob Toski this morning. He he ripped me a pretty good one. He said, boy, you got to start driving that ball a little bit better. And I guess when I got on that tee, and, and that's my game, is driving the ball in the middle of the fairway. And I kind of struggled yesterday of, doing that. Um, I got on that last tee and I said, you know, I know Toski want me to hit this thing down the middle, so just be comfortable and be relaxed and uh, just hit it straight. And that's what I do and that's what I did. And uh, You never know when, when he's going to call you and give you a earful and uh, it's always special to get a chance to talk to a legend like that. Yeah, you got a little choked up when you were talking. I mean, just in general, I'm sure you were feeling emotional, but you were talking about, uh, about Toski as well on the post-tournament um, interview. And if I remember correctly, you guys worked on your swing was several years ago, right, where you, you kind of shifted to a different ball flight? Yeah, in 2006, uh, I met him down in South Florida at a charity event. and Somebody said, hey, why don't you go, go uh, see Bob? You know, he'll change your life. And I'm like, okay, I'd love to. So 2006 <laughs> is when I started, and I won the Order of Merit on the Corn Ferry Tour that year and had some great years after that on the PGA Tour, but... Uh, he keeps things so simple, but he hasn't just touched my life. He's touched thousands and thousands of other people at 96, to be 97 next month. And, um, he just, uh, he's just the words that they do, just kind of like Butch Harmon. You know, they, they're always positive. There's never a negative word comes out of their, their mouth. And that goes a long, long way. I mean, everybody can play out there, but when you're talking to a student, you want to be as positive as possible. And, and make them believe that they're as good as they that they really are. How much of the of golf for you at this point is you know executing the shot that you want to hit versus the strategy side of it? Maybe having the right strategy on a particular shot or playing a particular hole in a certain way. Yeah, I mean it's all about the numbers when we get out there. If you have a, a certain number that it's a stock seven iron or a stock pitching wedge, it's just like riding a bike. It's it's it's, you just go at the pin. Uh, sure, you got to play safe at times and and uh, be conservative, but it's just uh, you just got to believe it. You know, that's why Tiger is as good as he is and as good as he was playing. He didn't shy away from anything, and and I just don't do that enough. Uh, I guess I'm not as confident as obviously as he is, but, um, but that's what we do out there. You know, we just uh, we know if it's a good number, we go at it, and that's that's kind of what I did on 14 and 15 and. And uh, obviously on 18, it was just a great number for that 52 wedge for me and exact same number as we had at Hartford. And just good memories from there. Shaw Charity Classic champion Ken Duke joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's the first time I've ever introduced him as that. Um, so what's next? What's the schedule bring for you coming up? Uh, I'm flying to Detroit this, uh, today, later today, and we're playing there. Uh, then um, I have a week off next week, but I may slip into Arkansas for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Just not sure yet. But um, uh, then I'm you know, back on the road for three in a row out west, uh, St. Louis and South Dakota and uh, Pebble Beach. So this this road doesn't end. It just uh, keeps going. Yeah, if that's not indicative of being a professional golfer, I don't know what is. Uh, tell our champion what he's won. A trip to Detroit. All right, everybody, let's hear it for Ken Duke. <laughs> Do you always wear the Simmons hat? Over there to win. Do you always have the Simmons, yeah, Simmons hat on, Ken, or is that was that uh, yeah. different yesterday? Yes, yeah, Simmons is a new sponsor of mine the last couple of years, and uh, George and all the crew there has been spectacular. They obviously do a lot of stuff around Arkansas and other states, and uh, just been uh, got a good relationship with them, and uh, they're very special. It's awesome. It was uh, got a lot of airplay yesterday. Let me say that, <laughs> no doubt. I know you got your, you know, your people, your <laughs> on your polo and your arms, and but that hat, man, that sticks out. You can see that very well. 
Yeah, it was great. Uh, I stayed up late last night. The replay came on. I think it. I think at eleven thirty or twelve here up in Calgary, and I stayed up to about two and watched the whole replay just to just to kind of see if I. It, it wasn't a dream to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> what was that hat they put you in at the end when you were taking a, a photo with the trophy? Well, the, the Calgary Stampede's up here, and that's kind of one of their their trademarks is, is present everyone you know that wins with a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was about. And, uh, obviously, the Stampede up here is huge, so uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big part of this whole area. Yeah, we need to get Mr. Mackers to make you a uh, Simmons Bank cowboy hat for next time around <laughs> when you defend your title next year. Oh, we may just have to talk to him about that. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Ken, listen, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Congratulations. Hey, one last thing here. Uh, I saw a video somebody sent me a minute ago of you and J.D. getting a little hug, a little moment afterwards. That was a, that was a nice moment for those of us here in the state. Uh, obviously, you guys have a great relationship, and uh, he was happy for you. You could tell. Yeah, I mean, we're great friends. Uh, we spent a lot of time together out here. Um, I mean, obviously, he's who he is, and he's so special. He's been telling me for the last four years to go win – these blanky blank tournaments you know, every single week and he's told me that all week this week as well and i was so happy i broke down when i saw him mm-hmm. right there at the end and um he's just a great friend and a great ambassador to the game of golf and obviously around arkansas he's a rock star i he's sense a a, i think there's a reality tv show in the making there the odd couple i mean you two couldn't be more different <laughs> from the way you live your lives but boy <laughs> two hellacious golfers with arkansas connections so that would be uh, that'd be a good reality show i think yeah, we might just work on that. I might tell him about that tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, safe travels. Enjoy your tea, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, guys, thank you so much for all your support. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank Congrats. You. Ken Duke. Kicking it in yeah. Canada. That's awesome. The north of the border uh, dominance per- continues for him. That's awesome to see. How'd you celebrate? Oh, I stayed up late, late and watched... Watch, I watched watch me watch win. win. Yeah, I watched me win, and then I got a cup of tea in the morning. I'm a wild man. 10.52, I'm guessing J.D. would not have done the same. Might have been up watching, but probably would not have been waiting on tea for the morning. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a second and wrap up our first hour. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Summer's coming to an end soon, and so will the Great Summer Auto Loan Special from Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Hurry to take advantage of rates as low as 2.49%, 84 months financing and no payments for 90 days. Apply online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Hey, Central Arkansas, are you getting piggy with it and ready for some football? Donate blood with Our Blood Institute at Select Mobile Blood Drives August 21st to the 27th for your chance to win one of two grand prize football packages that include a pair of September 2nd Little Rock game tickets, one-night hotel stay, and game day swag. All blood donors will receive a limited edition football-themed T-shirt and a free ticket to Magic Springs. So get out on the gridiron and support your community. Visit obi.org slash events today. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Been a heck of a week. Nacho cheese truck turned over yesterday. Uh-huh, yeah. Chicken truck's filled today. Here he is. Billy, what you eat? Chicken nachos. Trucks are spilling over with savings this month at Guatney Chevrolet. 2023 Silverado High Country, over $6,000 off. 2023 Silverado RST, over $9,000 off. Plus $2,500 off on all 2023 Equinox in stock and rates as low as 1.9%. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey to our front door. 1301 TPY. Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WaddyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. See dealer for details. Lock number 24502-24664. Bubba, I'm thirsty. Well, maybe a Coke truck will turn over. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. 
Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ekry and Wes Moore. I got my peaches out. All right, it's 10.56 up against the top of the hour. Went along with Ken Duke, and what a great visit with a great man. I'm so happy for him that he's back in the winner's circle. Let's take a couple quick calls, and then we'll wrap up our first hour. Savage, you quit on me in 10 seconds. We got him lined up, and then he hangs up. Come on, Savage. All right, let me get uh, Navy Mike in here. We gotta hit a break. Make yeah. it quick. Yeah, we get two minutes. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Justin? You know, um, you know, Jimbo Fisher uh, said what you want about the whole contract and all that. He's he's only had last year was only his second losing season in thirteen seasons as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about a, a bad contract? Um, I'm up here. I've been up here in East Lansing on a job pipeline job for the last few months. And they think Mel, Mel Tucker walks on water. Well, he's only had one winning season and four seasons as a head coach. Yeah. And, you know, uh, let, let him have another, you know, disappointing year this year, and then they'll turn on him, you know, quicker than you can blink. You know, that nine, nine and a half million dollars, you, I mean, that's not free money. Hmm. You, you know, you got to do something to earn that, just like Tammy P. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, that nine wins got him his big payday, six mm-hmm. plus million. That's not free money. And, um, you know, Hunter Yerchek has shown that he will pull the trigger if he doesn't feel like you're earning your pay. Yeah, you know, Mike. He's the, one, he's the one writing the checks. Well, the Mel Tucker conversation comparatively is silly because you got to talk about a couple of shun words here. you got location and expectation. And with all due respect to Michigan State, and they've had some good years, their expectations are not the same as Texas A&M's. So, right. Well, Nick Saban started out here. so Not, I mean, not having a losing record is not the bar at A&M. Winning 10 games is the bar at A&M, and they aren't achieving it, and they have not reached it yet once, to Wes's point. And I would bet my right. left <clears> – <throat> I'd bet parts of my anatomy that they aren't going to get to 10 this year either. Bobby Petrino, well, marriage well, working well or not. Right. It's going to be an interesting season, uh, Justin, because it's going to be a proven year for a, lot, a whole lot of guys across the country, especially Fair. in the SEC. Fair but point. Anyways, uh, that's all I got, and y'all take care. Be safe on the pipeline, Big Mike. Be back in a moment. Big Mike, that was Michael Orr. Not anymore. No? No. That's ungrateful, Mike. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two